The Hill Podcast is in no way affiliated with Pikeville High School, its administration, or staff, or with Mountaintop Sports. The opinions and views of the hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of either Pikeville High School or Mountaintop Sports. Hello, Panther fans. Coming to you high top radio drive in downtown Pikeville. We're sitting with the Class A state champ, baseball champs. Two-time right here. Nice. Nice. Yeah, we got a couple rings in the building. Multi, multi-sport athletes, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this year, uh, oh, before we get into it. So we have with us up here Heath Robinson, class of 95. Yes. Doug Powers, <laughs> class of 97. You got Tate Walters, still in school, class of this year. Uh, Lucas Burchett, Brady Clark, and the MVP. All right, so guys, talk to us a little bit about Jeb Wilkerson. Ex- yeah, Jeb Wilkerson. Sorry, I left it. Sorry, I'm new to this. It's harder than it looks, okay? It's okay, man. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your run here through, uh, you know, the region and, you know, then you played sectionals, and then the state, you know, tournament. Because we, we, you know, we've been on hiatus on the podcast, so you know, catch people up a little bit, and just you know, if they haven't seen it, just exactly what you guys accomplished. Go for it, Brady. Well, you threw like half the games. We caught fire at the right time. We played really well for span about two or three weeks. We've been uh, making the routine plays, like Coach Simpkins been telling us, executing when we needed to, timely hits, and when you do that, everything comes together, and you win games. It, it did, just from a fan's perspective, you guys executed extremely well. Uh, you know, the bunt game was huge. And just the mental, the baseball IQ kind of plays, you know, you saw a lot of that, especially at the state tournament that came at critical moments. And, uh, you know, really, you know, huge, you know, hats off to that. I mean, you guys played lots out for three or four games. Got fired, and, yeah, and you didn't see – you know, a bad pitching day. You know, it was every game was right there. And, uh, you know, it just looked like you guys were ready to play. And, uh, you know, so as an assistant coach, what was your experience been here in this this year's Class A state tournament? Well, I've been there um, as a player in 2010, then as uh, an assistant in 2017, as well as uh, last year, 2021. So three trips down. Uh, and we lost in the quarterfinals all three times, so really the first round uh, of the state tournament. You got the sectional round before that. Um, so just winning that first game against Glasgow was huge for me because yeah. it was something that I hadn't experienced. We hadn't won that game as a program since uh, 2005 when uh, they beat, I believe, Campbellsville sure. uh, and then faced Heath in the semifinals in 05. But uh, 2010, we played LCA to uh, – I-, I hated to beat them that year. I really did. <laughs> I'm sorry. The uh, uh, LCA game went into extra innings tied 0-0, zero to zero, and yeah. then LCA uh, kind of ran out of uh, pitching. LCA got eight there in the eighth, yeah. uh, beat us 8-1 to one, uh, and cut that run short. Then uh, 2017, we uh, faced uh, a Middlesbrough team that had one arm 
Uh, he threw against us, kind of shut us down. Yeah. Uh, they beat us there, and then last year we faced a really tough LCA team in a really great high school baseball game down in Owensboro uh, and came up on the short end of that one. But I think that was a great experience yeah. just uh, for a lot of these guys, yeah. seeing what it's like uh, and playing in a high-pressure situation like that. Because they didn't look pressured at all. It, it looked very comfortable in the atmosphere. and, and you know, So that you're probably right. It's yeah. probably a great and experience I, for And I team. think you saw some of that with um, just be, the – comfortability they had and I think especially for Tate playing in the basketball all day, playing yeah. in Rupp Arena I think those situations prepare you uh, for high leverage situations when you're talking about uh, the Glasgow game that's Glasgow's first time there in a while yeah uh, Jeb gets on with a triple uh, to kind of spark things uh, and they lose their minds a little bit throw the ball away to let us even the game up then you go to the Lyon County game. We're just trying to find a way to scratch a few runs ac across where we have the lead, and we run early break uh, with Tate, and Tate can kind of tell you what went on there. Uh, but just you mentioned high IQ baseball yeah. plays, uh, and those were the types of in high competitive high school games you're going to have to uh, win on little things, and those were the things I think that we did really well this weekend. Uh, Tate, what's kind of going through your mind uh, I think we wanted to call it a little bit earlier in the game, but saved it, put it in the back pocket for that inning. Uh, and I think we both knew uh, when we got that first and third situation, two outs, we were probably going to go early break. So what was going through your mind on that play? Well, yeah, I just uh, when I saw the pitcher step off and Jake stopped in between first and second, as soon as I saw his back and I saw his arm come up, I just took off. And uh, I had Sam get to my ear saying, go, go, go. And I just aimed for the back corner of the bag. and. At home plate and just slid head first and prayed he didn't get the ball. <laughs> it was pretty close. Yeah, yeah, that was an awesome play. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, I noticed in the championship game. I mean, you came up huge, Jeb, four for four. Uh, you know, you know, just how did you approach that? Did you just feel good that day? Were you hitting the ball better right now? You know, it is just good timing for you. Like how how's that working? Well, they just kept giving me my outside pitch that I like. If they would have known anything about it, they would have thrown me inside, but they didn't. <laughs> they kept throwing outside. I just kept flicking my hand at it. Just fell away. Big game. Big game. And, uh, you know, you pitched. How many games did you pitch over the last six or seven games? Uh, I threw. Just in the all-A, what did you throw? Threw Paintsville. I threw Raceland. I threw Beachwood. So I threw three. The Iron yeah. Horse, man. There you get a little three-game set. Yeah. And, you know, seriously, there's some youth on this team, too. You have great senior leadership, but at the same time, there's a lot of young guys on this team that, you know, it kind of bodes well for the future. You know, the next two or three years are looking really bright. Well, I think in the Glasgow game, if we were in a round, we had a, you had a senior behind the plate, a freshman on the mound, a sophomore at first, a sophomore at second, a senior at short, a freshman – at first, a sophomore DHing, a junior in left, a freshman in center, and a sophomore in right. That's so. That was the first round game. That's crazy. That's I mean that that's it's it's and, and to get that experience, that championship experience, a lot of teams cannot understand how big that is. Because like even getting there and playing a game, you know, it's fine. But but in that championship atmosphere, you know, I do think it helps our athletes where you know they they did win a football state title and a basketball state title. A lot of them have been in those atmospheres and uh, execute, just like you had mentioned. Um, you know, it certainly helps our school and our, our uh, sports, definitely. And they can probably speak to this as well, but I think it helped our baseball yeah. team seeing that, uh, of course, we've seen the football team win it three times in the last seven years now, but to see 
basketball, I think, break through and have the run that they had uh, both in the All-A. Does that kind of add a little bit of extra confidence that, you know what, we can do something like this? Yeah, I definitely did. Seeing them do what they did, they had a really dominant run down at the All-A, and we saw it. We were like, why can't we do that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say is, is why, you know, why not us? You know what I mean? So. And, you know, just like in basketball, and I, I've, I've been there, um, you know, it – a lot of times there's one team that you kind of keep an eye on, you know, even in a tournament where in a bracket format, you know, who was the team you guys probably worried a little bit the most? I mean, you have to respect every team there. I mean, that's all good teams. But who did you see like that could, could, you could see later in the year, even down the road uh, in, in the uh, state tournament, you know, the big one? I mean, Beachwood and Danville were both really good. Yeah. I mean, they both swung it really well, and they had some really good arms. Those two were pretty good. Yeah. Just and and any time we beat Beachwood at anything, it does put a smile on my face. No, so that's why I, I, I appreciate that. That's what I said in the dugout after the game. I said, if you if you're going to tell me 100% we're going to win it, who do you want to play? Uh, it's Beachwood. There's yeah. no other. There's no other option there. Yeah, why not? So that makes it. I mean, of course, it was an awesome experience, but that just makes it that much sweeter right. as a Pikeville uh, alum to be able to beat Beachwood and in that setting, but coach said it the other day, don't be surprised if you don't see the final, the 16 All-A region champions, if you don't see a bunch of those uh, down uh, when you get into the the big regions, uh, if you don't see some of those pop up and win it, because Owensboro Catholic, who got beat out by Glasgow, yeah. an upset in the section. That was a huge upset. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're a top five team in the state. Beachwood and Danville are both right there. Lyon County was really good. They pushed Trinity uh, last year in the state tournament uh, down there in Lexington, uh, and there's all kinds of other uh, schools that we saw down there, like Brady mentioned, Beachwood and Danville. Um, there's plenty of talent uh, in that 125-ish team field. Yeah. Uh, then I think people will see that when the postseason arrives as well. And as impressive as it is that, that Pikeville, you know, a school of 350 kids, won a football, basketball, baseball, all-A state tournament. I mean, Lyon County, for instance, they don't even play football. Right. I mean, they're small. It's impressive that they're that good at basketball and baseball. So, you know, solid wins, guys. I mean, you, you just, like you say, played playing great at the right time. Um, you know, what else, what are what were some of the highlights you guys think of just looking, thinking back in your head, some of the things you won't ever forget about that run in the state tournament? It's got to be Jackson Hall's backhand on the line. Oh, that was yeah. a nice play. down the line. Jackson made a backhand and got him out. It's pretty big. Awesome. Just a laser across the infield. It was a, it was a great play. Right, it was that right against? On the foul line against Beachwood. Beachwood. It was a huge situation because, I mean, when Beachwood gets guys on, it's dangerous because they've got six, seven, eight guys in the lineup that can leave the yard yeah. at any time. So uh, we, were, we were almost in the counting out stage at that point. We were just kind of counting down the outs. We need eight more outs. We yeah. need six more outs. And that was a huge play. <laughs> that was awesome. What about you, Tate? I'd probably say uh, only giving up one run after bases loaded, no outs in the Glasgow game. Well, I noticed there was a couple times where we really got out of some jams, and that came up huge. And, you know, do you guys just think that's extra effort, extra focus, just, or is it just something our team's good at? You know, you guys don't kind of crumble. You bend but don't break. I mean, is that kind of how you guys approach it? I think it's more of a focus thing. Like, once we get put in bad positions, we really have to bear down and focus yeah. and make plays. And I have coached most of you kids since you've been old enough, and, and every one of y'all in every sport, it's got to come down to some <laughs> nail-biter. Yeah. You never your children, I hope, are happy because you're going to kill me one of these days. It's why my hair's white. It's really – I'm always said serious, that, man. That, you know, I've seen that in basketball. It's just something in your DNA or something. Yeah. It, it's like – 
until it's an elimination type situation, it, it brings an extra level of focus or effort. I can't really put my finger on it, but you know, there seem to. It just seems like you're gamers to me. Just you know, you can't see it in practice. You kind of have to be in those championship environments for 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 people to see it. Well, there's that, one, it's impressive. There's one question I wanted to ask you, players. At the first part of the year, your best player goes down. Tay Lakin. Um, was there any type of a from the seniors? Was there any type? You know, come on, guys, we got a rally here, or was it just let's just got to work and get better? What was it more like as far as getting people fired up about that again? Because that's kind of a damper at the first part of the year, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, it definitely was. I think it was more of a go to work. Let's get better. Like we've got to make up for what we're going to lose in him because, I mean, not only did we lose our number one arm, we lost our best bat, too. He was so good last year at the plate and on the mound. He threw all the big games, and any big moment we had at the plate, Tate was the one doing it. So at the beginning of the year, we we had to – some guys had to step up who usually wouldn't have had to. So you guys definitely adopted a next-man-up approach, so that's good. Has there been any um, surprises, Uh, meaning just where you mentioned so many younger players – as there, there usually is always kind of a surprise with one of those younger guys kind of play at a higher level than what they initially you thought they were going to play at. I mean, have you seen any surprises this year from those guys? I think yeah, I think Duty's a great example of somebody who uh, one of the young guys who stepped up. Uh, when you talk about this all A run, what a lot of people probably aren't going to remember. 20 years from now is the first game of the entire tournament it was against Prestonsburg, and we won one to nothing. And if you don't get a great outing from Isaac Duty, uh, who threw a complete game in that one, uh, maybe we're done in round one. Uh, so Isaac's definitely one uh, who stepped up. Brady, the big mentor there. Yeah. There you go. Well, hey, when you mix young talent and senior leadership, you can get That's excellent it really is. results. Duty's done a great job this year on the yeah. mound for us. Oh, he's, he's been really dealing out there, man. That's good. Yeah, our pitching staff seems to be on lockdown. You know, when you talk about like uh, the, getting out of jams, I think it's a combination of the preparation that they have. Uh, Coach does a great job, uh, not only calling pitches but having everybody prepared. When we do twenty-one outs, it's all situational. So they've been in these situations before a million times in practice before you ever get out in the field. And then our pitching uh, staff has done such a great job at not only. Uh, the pitches have to be called, but they have to be executed. Yeah. Uh, and I think they really can execute those pitches uh, when it comes to crunch time. Uh, and they've done a great job. You know, you're going to get in some jams, but getting out of them uh, and who can get out of them the most uh, in a game like uh, that Beachwood game where runs are coming from all over the place, being able to strand as many as you can, very important. Okay, uh, okay, guys, listen, we got to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll have – Coach Shane Simpkins on and get his thoughts on on the run. But congratulations, guys. Good job. Way to execute. Bring home the champs. Nice. All right, we'll be right back on the Hell Podcast. Hey, folks, this is Heath Robinson from the Hell Podcast telling you about our good friends and our presenting sponsor of the Hell Podcast, Faith Pharmacy. Stop by and see Christy and the gang soon and let them show you why you got to have faith. Call 509-6337. That's 509-MEDS. Free delivery in and around the Pikeville area. Tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hello, Panther fans. This is JR from the Hell Podcast. The grass really is greener here at First Guard Fence, and it's because we understand the value of fostering a unique company culture that puts customers first. Check us out at firstguardfencecompany.com. 
to call today at 606-205-3828 and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hey guys, this is Doug Powers from the Hell Podcast. Check out our presenting sponsor, Walters Automotive Group, for great deals on your next car. When others won't, Walters will. Visit walterswill.com and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hello, Panther fans. The next time you're in dire straits for a dry cleaning service that gives you more bang for your buck, all you need to do is trust the fabulous dry cleaners at Shirtless Sanitary Cleaners. Stop by and check us out today at 136 Central Avenue in Pikeville and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hey, y'all. This is Heath Robinson from the Hell Podcast. Are your tire treads getting a little thin on your car or truck? Call my good friend Jeff Coleman and his wife Melanie at City Tire and Auto for a great selection of tires for any vehicle. That's 606-437-3005 and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. All right, welcome back. Welcome back to the Hell Podcast. All right, we've got Coach, if you don't care, can you introduce your guys here? Uh, we've got Coach Shane Simpkins up here and uh, just a heck of a job, but let's, let's see who everybody is first. So, of course... You know, Coach Burchett was, was on in the, the first part of the show. Um, senior catcher, Logan Wendell. And then kind of newcomer to the staff, uh, first-year coach, assistant coach, Drew Martin. Cool, cool. Well, welcome, Coach. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. It's always it's always fun doing these after you bring home a championship. You Most know? certainly. We, we actually held the loaders uh, hostage to make sure we could get <laughs> one on. You know, so you, you got to do what you got to do. So, uh, but, you know, I asked those guys, you know, kind of their – Emotions, you know, what, what, how did it feel to make that run? Uh, you know, and it seems like baseball is just – it's one of those things where little things can, I mean, throw off great teams. I mean, great teams can lose, and you just never know. But you guys just seem so consistent. Where, where do you think that came from? Um, like, like Coach Burgess said earlier, you know, we, we preach those things in practice. When we're practicing, we're always constantly on them to – to stay focused because the practice situations are going to be the same thing that they're going to see in games. So yeah. to get those reps in practice and make them as game-like as possible um, is key for us, especially with such a young group yeah. um, like we have this year. You know, we've got the three senior leaders, and then obviously Tate being out would have been our fourth senior leader. Um, you know, we've got a lot of young guys on the field that haven't necessarily been in some yeah. of those big games or those, some of those big close situations. Um, so the, the practice situations are critical for those guys because that's their first really reps at those tough situations. Kind of like baptism by fire. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and, and I love the, uh, you know, situational stuff in, in really any sport. Um, I mean, I think it's once you've done it a hundred times in practice, it's just reflex at mm -hmm. that point. So, yeah, so as catcher there, what were some of your, uh, I don't know, what were some of your favorite moments of this of this Class A baseball run? Uh, one of my favorites, I'd say, would be uh, when Tate Walters caught that ball and uh, on the line. Yeah. Well, it was supposed to be Jackson, but Tate just came out of nowhere and just threw his glove up. That was against Lyon County, finally. Yeah, that was yeah. against Lyon County. Yeah. The, uh, you know, did any teams that, you know, also the strategy, um, you know, I, I, I talked to Lucas there the day before the championship game. Did you see something that made you adjust pitching rotation or just have an inkling or was it just intuition? How, how did um, you decide that? Kind of a little bit of everything. Um, you know, a, a key part for us going into the tournament was Owensboro Catholic getting yeah. knocked out. You know, um, after we won the region and, and they won their region, knowing that they were playing um, in the sectional against Glasgow, Glasgow was kind of – 
kind of down for maybe Glasgow, um, sure. you know, what they typically are. So we figured we were going to see Owensboro Catholic, and then I don't even remember where we were playing. We were, we were playing, playing at Corbin against Corbin. Russell County. Yeah, and in between games, somebody said, have you seen the score yet? And I was like, what, what do you mean? And they were like, um, Glasgow beat Owensboro Catholic 9-2. to So yeah. kind of from that moment on, and then, you know, I, I reached out and, and talked to a few guys that, that had played against Glasgow, and just getting a little information about them allowed us to kind of flip our rotation. And, and yeah. that's a tough situation yeah. as a coach because, you know, you, you look like a genius if it works, <laughs> yeah. but then you look like an idiot if it doesn't. You know, yeah. if we go out and we lose the first yeah. game against Glasgow, I was like, why in the world didn't you start yeah. Brady? Yeah. Um, so, you know. It's a, it's a, it's a calculated risk, uh, yeah. And, yeah. And at that point, you know, um, I mean, we had conversations with the coaches multiple times, like, you know, is this the route we want to go and, and those types of things. So it's not, you know, I'm going to kind of put it back on them too. It's a lot of the decision, yes, on paper after it's all said and done goes back to me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, their input means everything to me. Yeah. And, and constantly throughout the game, I'm bouncing things off them, asking for their opinions in, in those situations. So kind of the night before, well, I guess a couple of days before, Brady and I even talked about it at practice, and I kind of, you know, got his input on it. And it was kind of one of those things things that once Owensboro Catholic got beat, hey, let's go try to win this thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and then you, you put Isaac out there, and he struggled a little bit in the in the first couple innings, the first two innings, and we we get out of a jam. And, and it was one of those where we had told Brady, hey, listen, before the game, you're going you're gonna to pretend as though you're pitching, you're starting. So yeah. he was ready to go at any point. You know, we had 25 pitches to figure out, okay, if we're going to roll with Isaac or if we got him out before 25, then he could come back the next day and throw in another game. Yeah. Um, so after the 25th pitch, it's kind of one of those things like, all right, here we go, we're rolling with this. And, and Brady had mentioned, we were talking before the show started, you're allowed 150 pitches. 120. 120. 120 a day. And then three days rest. Yes. Okay, or you can break it up. Yeah. And, and there's uh, different ones like a day's rest, two days rest. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's really really comes down to oh, some, yeah, some sports math, really. Yeah, there's a lot to it. Um, and, and you know, we got a great outing out of Isaac that kind of set us up for, for the next day on Sunday. He throws a complete game, and we don't have to go to the bullpen because kind of throughout the year we've had to kind of really be strategic in, in how we did our scheduling because we've only had five guys that have kind of pitched. Yeah. So, you know, you're playing three games in two days, and you've got five pitchers. Yeah. Um, so you have to at some point get somebody to, to have an extended outing. Yeah. And, you know, we get that game one in a complete game. So now we roll into Saturday, and we've got four guys to win two games well we can do that then yeah um, and then you know you got we went with Dylan in game two um, and he gave us a complete game so it really set us up for the finals we had three guys to win one game and you know we, we ride Brady for four innings and then we go to bash for for the last three yeah you want to talk about baptism by fire <laughs> yeah. about an eighth grader throwing the uh last three innings of the state championship game. see that was amazing I, I watched that and and I'm like is, is this happening yeah, yeah. And, he, and, he, and he pulled it off like a pro like he, you didn't he didn't seem Oh, he he may not have seen it, but he was. <laughs> he was not I know that. Yeah. But uh, what, I, 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 Logan could probably speak yeah. to that. How did you? How do you, as a senior catcher, try to calm down your eighth grade pitcher in that situation? Uh, I just try to tell him just to act like we were back home. I mean, he he was tore to pieces at first. Cause, <laughs> like it was like the first two batters, like yeah. they hit two tanks off of him. And, I walked up there and he was just all toward the pieces, and I'm like, dude, I was like, who cares if you're yeah. 14? Just that's a tough there. spot to be in. But you know, he rallied and he did great, you know, and got you the, you know, got you out of it. But uh, I do think that you know when you mentioned that Owensburg Catholic losing, that kind of sparked. It, I could see how that would spark a team. Uh, and, and, you know, in basketball, I talked to – we had some of those Western Kentucky guys on the show uh, through the phone calls. And, you know, Owensburg Catholic was a good basketball team, but they said they had three or four great athletes 
that quit basketball just to focus on baseball. So I mean, they they know. Yeah, I remember. Them I mean, they they yeah. must be just an impressive squad. Well, they, so. they won the All A last year. Yeah. And they returned the majority of their team, including a Hall of Fame coach who uh, joined the program this year. Yeah. So I mean, they were. That was one when you uh, saw the draw, you were kind of like, "Great, we get yeah. Owensboro Catholic." Of course we do. Yeah. So yeah, when you like when you say that, when they get beat, then it's kind of like that switch goes yeah. that we can actually win this yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And and you know you get that first game where you're saying like like you say you got to have one game where you know a, a pitcher does you know a full a, you know throws a complete game or extended you know and and you know that it doesn't happen a lot and a lot of times that's how you get beat. But, uh, yeah, you guys just played an amazing uh, – had an amazing run there. And, you know, some of the – like, for instance, Raceland, you know, they had a great record and they're playing good baseball. And you guys just had an amazing day that day. Um, you know, was that game – you were expecting a closer game, weren't you? We were, um, you know – some Scouting. <laughs> uh, some things that we do well that, that may – other teams may not do. Um you know, and again, it goes back to, to having a good assistant coaches yeah. and, and trusting them in, in what we're trying to do. But there were two days where I wasn't at practice. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I show up and get them started, and I say, all right, listen, they're yours. And I get in a vehicle and drive to, to uh, Raceland. Yeah. Um, so I, I got a chance to watch them play twice before we went down there. And, and we picked up on some things, um, you know, that, that we thought we could do against them. We picked up on some calls that they did. So we had – we actually had a sheet of some things in the dugout that their coaches did to, to signal in pitches. Mm -hmm. So from about the second inning on, a lot of people, now we can talk about it, but a lot of people don't probably realize that we were calling pitches from our dugout. Yeah. So we knew what pitch was coming because we had a sheet and their coach would signal it in. Well, our hitters knew the pitch yeah. that was coming. Yeah. Um, you know, so that, that things like that help. And, and you know, again, it frees me up to get to go watch those guys when you have assistants that you trust to run yeah. practice. You, you didn't hear nobody things. thumping on a garbage can. <laughs> no, we did. Um, you know, a we, little we more subtle. Yeah, we were a little more subtle because we had played them a couple times. You know, in the in the last couple of years in that game, and they had, we we kind of did the same thing. We got onto some of their calls early, and and we tipped that we were on them. So they yeah. changed, and and then you know it makes it a little more difficult. Um, but so we were definitely a lot more subtle in how we went about it this time, and we were able to keep them from knowing. Um, which made a huge difference. But, yeah, I mean, they're a good team, and, and you know, that's kind of um, – it's become a staple game, I guess, yeah. in the All-A. We've yeah. played them the last couple times in that sectional game. In, um, in baseball and football. Yeah. It just seems yeah. like the road is going to go through Pottville and Raceland yeah. or, you know, Paintsville sometimes or whatever whatever the case may be. Oh. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, wow. but anyway, uh, you know, it just feels like yet a, another example of, you know, the kind of the stars aligning and, you know, getting the right – you know, everybody said you got to get a, the right draw. That you know, you got to have your players play above where they're, they've been playing, and, and it just seems like everything just worked out perfect. Um, you know, they're against Beechwood. You know, talk about how that feels being up with an inning or two left and being on the verge like that. Because it just looked like after that game, there was a whole collective. Like yeah, right before you guys ran out. Yeah, it's no fun. I'll tell you that much. Um, it's definitely probably the longest cup winnings. Oh, that was awful. Yeah. Uh, and every pitch, like you're hanging on every single pitch. And that's what I've talked, you know, people have asked, yeah. you know, has it sunk in yet? How does it feel now? You know, a couple of days out, how are you? And, and my answer is I'm still so mentally tired because yeah. – the, the Lyon County game was a close game. It was, you know, back and forth, and we stole a run late to kind of give us an insurance run. And then as soon as you win that game, you have to focus on, okay, now Beachwood and Danville are playing, so you have to start charting and figuring out a way to beat one of them. 
and then, in not a lot of time. Right, like you, yeah. It's not like you're going to have days to prepare. Right. So, yeah. so you watch that game, and, and fortunate for us, again, we got to watch them play each um, the night before, and, and that kind of helped. Um, but you're so focused on trying to pick up on any little thing with them in that game that they're playing against each other. And then 30 minutes after that game, it's go time. Yeah. You know? So you don't have a whole lot of time to even meet with the guys and say, hey, look, this yeah. is what we're doing. Yeah. It's just you're kind of doing it on the fly. And then, you know, fortunate for us, we jumped up. It was two to nothing after the second and then four to nothing after the third. And I was kind of like, okay, we're, yeah. we're okay. And then, we in, the, room. And then yeah. in the the third inning, yeah. you know, we, we walked the leadoff guy, we walked the next guy. And a kid runs into a pitch, and it now it's four to three. Yeah. Oh, Heath, you'll like his last name, Berger. Yeah. yeah. Berger. Yeah. 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 Dude, I was telling those boys that you know when I was playing again. against his dad, and he was unstoppable in football, and baseball, just an amazing wound up, player. Wound up playing in the majors yeah, for Toronto. I think it was. Yeah. But uh, Weston Robinson had put a question on here. Uh, what does this team have to do to win region for the first time in ten years? Do you think Lawrence County and Pottville are at the top of the region at this point? Um, that's a great question. Um, you know, if if I could tell you right now for sure, it would yeah. make things a whole lot easier. Yeah. Um, you know, but with a week and a half left, it's yeah. it, and we've talked about this. You know, we we had a game last night at Paintsville, mm-hmm. um, and and we talked after the game. You know, Paintsville gets us seven to three last night, and. Um, and, you know, there's no such thing as a, a good loss at times. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it was good for us, especially with a young team who kind of had their feathers, you know, yeah, their chest yeah, poked right. out and their feathers fluffed out like, you know, we've arrived. But but now it kind of gets you back home and, and a team beats you. And the same thing happened last year. Mm-hmm. You know, we win the All-A, paints will knock us out in the first round of the region. So it kind of refocuses us. Um, we had a pretty good practice today. Um, we'll play tomorrow, and then it's prom weekend, so we're going to give the guys a couple of days off, um, which we kind of need. We're, we're, you know, tired and, yeah. and some things just to kind of regroup and refocus to make run. that last yeah. run. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the thing about the regional tournament is – um, we've got to continue to do what we've done sure. all year. We've got to play really clean baseball. We can't give teams extra outs and innings. We can't put extra guys on um, by the walk, things like that. Um, and then we've just got to continue to keep executing offensively. You know, that's one thing that, that I can say about this team, that they have truly bought into a system. You know, a couple years, the last couple years, you, you could see it in, in, in kids when, when you would put a bun on it. It was kind of like – really got a bunt, yeah. you know, kind of one of those type deals. Yeah. Um, but this year they've really bought into that system. And, and I you think tell. You early tell. in yeah. the year we had some things go well for us with the bunt game and they saw, oh, wow, this works. Yeah. You know, so that definitely helped. And then kind of our, our motto now after the weekend, you know, like Coach was just referring to, you know, it's – and you'll hear them yelling it, you know, to start an inning, hey, get a guy on, then we got to get a guy over, and then we got to get a guy in. You'll hear them chirping that all yeah. – the, the whole inning that we're up offensively. So we've got to continue to do those things. Um, and it's it's not necessarily just a Lawrence County that, that could sneak up and win this region. Um, there's four or five teams maybe in our region that sure. could sneak up with the right draw. Of course, draw is critical in that, that tournament as well. But you've got a Johnson Central who with the right draw could get hot. They had Lawrence County down 10-3 mm-hmm. to three last night, and Lawrence comes back and beats them. Um, you've got a Paintsville team that could be dangerous. You know, they're starting to kind of get healthy again, and they could be dangerous. And and a team that nobody probably really has seen or talked about much this year is a Belfry. Mm-hmm. You know, in a one-game setting, Belfry could sneak yeah. up and beat somebody. So there's three or four or five teams out there that with the right draw and the right setting, kind of like what we got in the All-A, could sneak up and win the region. Sure. Okay, well, we're going to have to take a quick commercial break. Uh, we'll see you. We'll be right back uh, here on the Hell Podcast. Hey, this is Doug from the Hell Podcast. Fall into savings when you shop Tim Short Superstore on Cassidy Boulevard. Take the short drive to satisfaction and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. From all the crew here at the Hell Podcast, we want to thank Brown Glass for being a supporter of Pikeville Athletics. 
Hey folks, this is Heath Robinson from The Hell Podcast telling you about our good friends and our presenting sponsor of The Hell Podcast, Faith Pharmacy. Stop by and see Christy and the gang soon and let them show you why you got to have faith. Call 509-6337, that's 509-MEDS, free delivery in and around the Pikeville area. Tell them The Hell Podcast sent you. Superior House Cleaning is your local one-woman cleaning business located in the Pikeville area. They do it all from house cleaning inside and out. They make sure you'll never have to worry about coming home to a dirty house again and will do everything to keep your house spotless. When you get tired from being too busy from working all day or dealing with the kids 24-7, you need to find some help. So call Superior House Cleaning today, 606-422-9512. That's 606-422-9512. They do it all. Superior House Cleaning. Hey guys, this is Doug Powers from the Hell Podcast. Check out our presenting sponsor, Walters Automotive Group, for great deals on your next car. When others won't, Walters will. Visit walterswill.com and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hello, Panther fans. This is JR from the Hell Podcast. The grass really is greener here at First Guard Fence, and it's because we understand the value of fostering a unique company culture that puts customers first. Check us out at firstguardfencecompany.com to call today at 606-205-3828 and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Okay, welcome back. Welcome back. Well, you know, we're getting to that time in the show where we're kind of closing it out. But, uh, you know, having you guys up here has been awesome. Uh, and, uh, you know, getting a good overview of the region. And so when is the regional tournament, district and region, when does it start? So we'll have... Uh, a game tomorrow night at home. If you're not doing anything, make it out and support the guys. You know, we'd love to see a big crowd, especially coming off of, of the, the, the big weekend that we had. Um, and then we'll have next week, we'll have three games, two of those of which will be at home. Um, we get Paintsville at home next week. And okay. then uh, Boyd County will be senior night on Friday. And then the district, we actually have the meeting in the morning. Um, but probably looking at the district tournament being um, that Monday and Tuesday, uh, following next week, and then the regional tournament will probably start on Saturday. Do we know where the district's at yet? Um, well, that'll be discussed in the morning. Uh, Jenkins is is the host um, mm-hmm. school this year, so that'll be something that we discuss um, in the morning. Um, the region will be at Belfry this year. Okay. Belfry's the host of, of the region. And see, that makes it even more dangerous because you get a Belfry Pirate squad at home, you know. Well, they got yeah. us in the semifinals back, uh, I guess we helped you out a little bit. Yep. Uh, when he was at that, Prestonsburg. That, that is a plus. The last time that the region was played at uh, Belfry, a team my coach did win it. So hopefully we've got some <laughs> stars aligned. Yeah. Again, you know, it's Be just nice. kind of all matching up. But, yeah, and something that you said that you really can't overstate because it's something that when I watched those games at the state tournament, it just caught my eye. Just, you know, when you're talking about the bunts and, and just, man, that team executed so well. It was almost flawless. It, just really, It was just Great execution. It was, um, and and you know, obviously, of course, after the game, you, your phone's filled full of messages yeah. of congratulations and those types of things. But you can go back to my phone, and and pretty much every response was, you know, the, the kids executed perfectly. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were flawless in everything they did. You know, we had some some big moments where we got out of things. Coach Martin definitely in the in the inning where it was the bases loaded jam, and we got out of it with only one inning. He walked up to me and he said, "It's go time." He's like, "There's nothing more demoralizing." to a team that, you know, they have a chance to score multiple runs in an inning. You get out with only one. If you can find a way to score a couple runs, you know, it it just takes all the the wind out of their sails. And and it flipped the momentum because we did that. We got back-to-back triples and we got a couple runs in that inning. And you could just kind of see the, you know, the – 
the wind sucked out of yeah. our sails, and you could see ours fill up. Our guys were, yeah. you know, bouncing around then and some life and things like that. And, and it's dangerous. Giving younger guys yes. with good senior leadership, giving them confidence can – they don't know they're not supposed to. You know? yeah. It's like you—you you can see guys play outside of their mind. I mean, I've seen people when you give them confidence like that, young, you—they—you you can catch like lightning in a bottle, yeah. you know. And that's just—that's amazing, Lucas. What were your some of your final thoughts? Um, just incredible. Um, I mentioned it earlier uh, at the school. You know, in 2005, there's a really good Pikeville team who won the region, uh, beat Paintsville in the regional championship at Paintsville. Um, I can go through, I can name like the positions on that. You had Josh Adams, Jess Parrish, Wade McCown, mm -hmm. Corey Hamilton, Chad Walls, you had Matt Sexton, Corey Miller, Brant Spears, Weston Robinson, you had Chase Huffman pitching, you had Justin Anderson pitching. Like I fell in love with the game in 2005. So for the last 17 years, Pikeville baseball has meant a whole lot to me. Mm -hmm. um, and we've been, we've had some great runs, the 2010 run. I told Coach Brady that it was great seeing Coach Brady. Uh, there he was there on. Oh, was he there? Yeah, he was there on. Uh, oh, I bet he loved that. He was there oh, yeah. for the Glasgow game. He had to make a trip somewhere, and he made it back for the Beachwood game. He said, "Make sure y'all win that semifinal game, so I can make it back for the finals." And he came up, shook my hand after it. First of all, can't repay him for everything he's done for me. He was great. Let me get into coaching. I was with him for five years, but I told him after what happened in 2010, we were up two to one uh, late in the game against Butler in the state semifinals. Um, end up losing that game three to two uh, and it was really a heartbreaking way to go out um, and then the next night you know uh, Harrison County beats them one nothing I think yeah. so when you're that close and you think maybe we could have won a state championship yeah. you never know anything can happen if we could have got there I told him I didn't know if we'd ever have this chance again or if I'd ever have this chance yeah. again they don't uh, come along often no, no you know. not very often the first time we even have made the finals Beachwoods won that tournament five times so yeah. we were up against it was a tall task and I and mean, that Beachwood game is just a blur. 10-7, yeah. uh, and I, I was thinking, sitting here thinking, you know, it was kind of a good thing it was 10-7 to 7 because yeah. our kids never, I think, really got that that tight feeling yeah. where you, I think sometimes in a lower-scoring game can because you're in your head you're like, one mistake can yeah. change the entire right. game. Whereas here, I mean, we were like, we got to score every inning because yeah. we know Beachwood is swinging back and swinging back and swinging back. And after the game, so I was telling him, I was like, I wish Beachwood would have quit swinging back, yeah. just lay down yeah. and die, and they didn't do that. Yeah, but it seemed like every time you'd extend, they would, yeah. they would just right back. Back, come back. But yeah. that just showed the determination of our kids, and I think when we got off to that 4 nothing lead, I think they kind of realized, and I realized too, look, going in, and I, I can pull you up the text. I say, we're playing for a state title. And then right after I said, as a severe underdog. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, Beachwood is a really good team. But then I think we got into it and we realized, hey, you know what? We can play with these guys. They're really yeah. good, but there's no reason we can't beat them today. Sure. Uh, and just the whole weekend was great. The, the fact that these kids have bought in like they have, like he says, uh, has been so rewarding because, um, I mean, we're not the most talented team in America mm -hmm. by any means. Um, but they do the little things well. Uh, they've practiced hard. They've bought in, uh, and I was just really happy and to see them get to experience that. Well, yeah, 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 I'll that that some, some people may <laughs> yeah, agree with shame, you. Shameless <laughs> plug here, y'all. But I, I talk about done. me and my friends talk about our memories we had from playing high school baseball sure. all the time and the run that we made. So this is something that they'll get to talk about with their teammates for the rest of their lives, and uh, that's what when it comes down to it. That's why we do it. 
Uh, it's, so we can pass on that love of the game, that love for Panther baseball uh, to these guys and hopefully win some things along the way. Look, what are we going to do with the Hall of Champions that are in the school? Right, we're going to have to build a bigger school. <laughs> I guess so. I guess. We had an SB meeting in the senior lounge after school. We just have a cheerleading state championship trophy just sitting like – yeah, on the counter in the senior lounge. We need some more room, so that, if anybody wants to donate some trophy up. cases, let us know. Yeah, well, this has been a problem since I was in high school because I was part of the shop class. Yeah, that, that built, built the trophy. that back one. Yeah, yeah. and uh, even then, it's like we need a, we need another one. It's so uh, it's been an <laughs> that's a good problem, problem to have. Yeah. yeah, and I'm gonna make him talk one time. So I'm gonna ask and, Coach, uh, Coach Drew Martin uh, and. Nobody would know it. I'll let him know. I, I'm, offering, uh, I'm offering mine and Doug and JR's hosting services for the uh, ESPYs there. Okay. Well, I think that'd be a slam I'll let, uh, I'll let the committee know. Okay. I'm sure we'll be there first. So year. Yeah. this is his first year kind of following Pikeville baseball. So yeah, my see man ain't shut up over here all night, man. <laughs> I can't get a word in it. To anyway. see where we started back in the off season to where we are now, kind of what are your thoughts on how we got there and what's it been like? Yeah. Well, it's – Pride, pride and just excited for these yeah. guys. Uh, you know, I told them a couple of weeks ago, like if they if they buy in and do the little things right, they have a chance to do something special, and and, and they did. Yeah. Um, and I'm just excited for them that they got to experience that, um, and I'm hopeful that we continue continue that run through this year. So. Yeah. You know, just pride is the, the big thing for me, um, just to see what they got to go through. I'm curious, too, to see what they've got left in the tank. You well, know? that's yeah. his big thing right now. He's yeah. not going to let them, he's not yeah. gonna let them forget yeah, that there's still some more games to play. Because yeah. they show a lot of heart. And teams like that I always love to watch, like when it comes to elimination time, because some teams just have – it's weird. You can't – There's we don't measure. It's like the only thing they don't count in baseball. You can't put a – number on it or call it something. It's just some teams have heart and they well, just was, refuse to lose. I was listening to some of the Beachwood radio broadcasts from the game uh, today and the word they kept using was scrappy. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. We'll take that. Yeah, because I'll scrappy is a pretty good uh, adjective to describe your team. So we'll, I will we'll take be scrappy. It. Yeah, I will take Mountain it. Mountain people are scrappy. So I'll take Well, it. you use what you got, you know. And <laughs> such a young team. That's the thing. I mean, you know, and this experience is only going to – build and build and build but you know this year i just think you guys got a team that believes you know and, and if the effort's there and they keep their minds sharp I'm, sky's the limit well and, and one thing too and a lot of people like i mean on the back of the hats we, yeah. we've got together on the back of our hats and we kind of use that motto a I lot want with, with our guys <laughs> hey we've got some i'll hook you up okay we appreciate uh, it. but but that's that's something that we've talked about with them is is being you know if, if you're not going to play for yourself play for the guy beside yeah. you um, and they've bought into that that kind of mantra um, of, of playing together, and we've had some things, you know, like like we've had some coming to Jesus moment yeah. talks this year yeah. already, and and we've done some things like that, and, and every team goes through that, and what you want to see is how they respond to those types of things, um, you know, we we had a situation to where kind of before the Raceland game, um, we we chose not to play a game to practice, and, mm -hmm. and after that we felt like they weren't practicing the way that they needed to be with what was coming up, and we yeah. we kind of had one of those those talks after practice one day, and. And they responded well to it. It was one of those things that that it was kind of like you're you ha you're happy to see that you got to them and, and whatever you said or or whatever they did, they figured it they, out responded. And they responded. Yeah, to yeah. It. yeah. yeah. Um, so Jeb Wilkerson was looking at me and laughing right now. <laughs> yeah. Jeb uh, may or may not have played a role yeah. in that day. Um, Jeb, Jeb, don't ever break the law. 
okay? <laughs> Just don't, because you're like, I didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> no. And and that's, you know, especially, like you said, with such a young team, uh, because you don't know how they're going to yeah. respond to those yeah. types of situations. It could backfire, too. It like, could. we just don't uh, know. And, and you know, going back to the state tournament, that was my, my concern because even for me, you know, I'd coached at Prestonsburg for five years and we had won three sectionals and played in the, the you know, the final eight, mm-hmm. and I'd never won a game. So we get down there and we win the first one. It's kind of, you know, uncharted territories for even me. Yeah. So, you know, they're looking at me like, hey, what do we do here? And it's kind of like, <laughs> Uh, let's figure it out together. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. And, and what a lot of people don't get to see are the kind of the behind the scenes yeah. things. You know, yeah. you see them on the field and you see them do those things. But, but you got to tip your cap to those guys because we get down there and we play on uh, the first game on Saturday morning, and then uh, we're scrambling. I, I'm driving the bus, so I get them back to the hotel and I'm texting people like, "Hey, you as parents have to yeah. come and get them because I got to get back to the field." Yeah. So I go back to the field, they go and eat, and then they're messaging me, hey, coach, we want to come watch a game. So I have to leave and go pick them up and bring them back to the field. And then after the game, they're like, hey, we want to go back to the hotel. So I take them back to the hotel in between games and come back for the last game. But then when I get back, it's, it's, we have a meeting at 10 o'clock, and, and I tell them, hey, listen, you, know, you go straight to your rooms right now and you get in the bed because Sunday morning we had them up at 5.30 in the morning yeah. because we were supposed to play at 8 o'clock. So they yeah. had to get breakfast in. Yeah. We had to get them up and, and get that kind Stretched of sleep out, out of their there, eyes yeah. and, and those types of things. So it's, it's raining when we get up. We get a text after breakfast that says, hey, we're not playing at 8, we're playing at 10. Yeah. So now you, you let them go back to their rooms for a little while, but, hey, listen, you can't go to sleep because yeah. if you go to sleep, we've got to start this whole process yeah. over. Yeah. So they go back to their, their rooms for a little while. We get them over to the field early. We get them in the cage and, and get their blood pumping and those types of things. So so these guys had such a long day Sunday yeah. that nobody really gets to see. Yeah. And then you're talking, we got to be the Beachwood in a high-stressful situation, <laughs> and it got loud like – I think in the sixth inning they cut it from ten to five to ten to seven, and they have two guys on with two outs, second yeah. and third, and we get kind of a fisted ball that Tate Walters kind of one of them was alluding to the catch that Tate made. You know that was the play that if if we don't make that catch instead of ten to seven going into the seventh, it's ten to nine. Yeah. You know, and now it, it gets loud, and it, both sides were loud and cheering, and and you've got a, gr- a group of guys out there that you know are young and they've yeah. never been in the situation, and Beachwood's been there and done that. So again, how are they going to respond? Yeah. And, you know, you tip your cap to our guys because they did. They responded to them, and like, like Lucas said, we were counting down outs. Like each inning, hey, listen, we've got to make six outs and 21 <laughs> outs. And then we made those three outs. So, okay, we got three outs to go. Let's go. we got to go make three outs. We've done this yeah. a thousand times effortlessly in practice. we just got to go make three outs. And, yeah. you know, fortunately for us, it went our way. Yeah. You know and what? It, shout out to our boosters and shout out yes, to, to Coach Mack because <laughs> – on Sunday, it was it was a free for all pretty much. Right? Yeah. I mean, anything we needed, it was there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Coach Mack took the bus keys, took them back to hotel, so uh, he could stay and uh, chart the Beachwood Danville game. So you know, not just the coaches, not yeah. just the players, but it was really everybody in the Panther family that was down there in Richmond, uh, and we had a great crowd. It was awesome yeah. to see how many people came out. Uh, played a huge role. Uh, especially on Sunday, yeah. of getting things done. A lot of people don't realize, and I've seen it in football, I've seen it in basketball, now I'm hearing about it in baseball, you know, is the boosters and just the people that orbit our athletic programs. Man, you will not find – Second if, to none. Yeah, you, you've got so much support. Uh, I, I, you know, there's not much to want for, especially, you know, in a state tournament and stuff. Like, people are jumping to volunteer to help you, you know. So, you know, it's just – it's a it's an awesome thing we've got going here right now. Uh, you know, football, basketball, baseball, cheerleading, you know, you name it. And it's just people are winning well, championships. People, people care about this community and the school's the heartbeat of this community. Yeah. 
always has been always real big. Yeah. And so, you know, people want to get behind that and make sure it's flourishing. And, you know, and I've said it on here a million times, Doug, you know, it's amazing what you can accomplish when you don't care who gets credit. Here's what Coach Martin said. He said, I just told my wife the other night, he said, I never realized how spoiled these Pikeville people are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and, like, you know, even me, I'm, I'm – per se an outsider, you know, to that. So, you know, coming into this situation and now getting to see those things because, you know, we're we run the clock for the football. Sure. We we do that yeah. for the basketball and you see those things behind the scenes that people yeah. and and we talk about it even our guys with the turf and that type of stuff. Yeah. Our kids are spoiled but but you know that's our job. You know the parents and, and the boosters and, and those the people that support the program. It's their job to spoil these kids, and then it's our job to kind of kick their tails into gear when yeah. we need them to do what they yeah. need to do. Right. You know to kind of get them out of those things. Um, you know so it's a perfect blend of everything. And like you said, you never want for anything in those championship moments. And and our kids are well taken care of. And you know you can't ask for anything more than that as a coach and a community and players and those things. So it's awesome. You know we tip our cap to everybody that's involved in that. Yeah, they, they take care of me. Even them three bums over yeah. there, they take care of them. <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, hey, listen, I think that rat, anybody got anything else? I think that's I'm it. Throwing it back out. Them. The second time that's ever been done football, yeah. basketball, and baseball. Newport Central Catholic did it in 2012 13. High School, first public school, first Class A school. There you go. First public school to ever accomplish that feat of football, basketball, baseball, and all in. And first true class oh, A in a big. And they want to uh, tell them about Burger King. Uh, Jeb big, wants Burger King. Big shout out to Burger King. Uh, every Almost every away game we went to, we ate a Burger King before. So and now you have reason, to. It, it, it <laughs> just goes so, away. Well, no, what yeah, like, yeah, you know, you tell them. Okay. I like a, a spicy chicken. Spicy chicken, the chicken, the big time. one. Yeah. Yeah. These, uh, these all guys are superstitious. <laughs> I know what this is going to be. Really right. Right. I get the, so uh, I like the Bacon King. It's pretty good. The we got, a few, we got a few guys that do oh, that, Jim. Look, look at him over there. <laughs> oh, man. That's where he's yeah, going. We've right got now. a few of those. Um, but funny story about the whole Burger King thing. So, like like Coach Burgett said, as soon as the, the uh, Lyon County game was over, I, I – of course, you know, you get so locked in. I didn't know who was there. Well, Coach Orem comes down. She's like, give me the bus keys. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? You know, I've got to take them to get them. Some, we got to get them out of yeah. here, and then I've got to get back. And she's like, no, Coach Mack's taking them. She was like, where do you want them to go get something to eat? Well, I'm kind of, of course, you know, it's hot. They've been up all morning. Like, we got to get something decent. Yeah. So um, we're throwing out all these different things, and, and all the boys are like, no, we're going to Burger King. So I'm like, okay, Coach Orem. Tell Coach Mack that they, they've got to go to Burger King. And she's like, Burger King? And I was like, okay, just trust that it's going to work. We've done this. Just trust that it's going to work. And she was like, listen, this is, your, this is your show. She was like, you guys are in this. She's like, if that's what they want. So they talked their way into Burger King. And once again, Burger King hey, prevailed. So. That doesn't okay. even come close. Now, I didn't see after the state championship games, you guys wearing the, wearing the uh, crowns. The little Burger King. <laughs> they do. They do take them when we walk in. Like I'm constantly, I'm like, guys, listen, put those bags. Show some They're class. Let's kids, go. You know. So, but, but yeah. So that's the shout out for Burger King. So if anybody at a corporate at Burger King wants to, you know, sponsor or do anything uh, like that, yeah, listen, call us here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The NLI stuff I think is now trickling <laughs> yeah. down into high school. So hey, listen. Throw Burger King out there. Yeah, right. yeah. Coach Martin here will be their spokesman. <laughs> yes. yeah. I like I like burgers. They're good. Okay. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up. Uh, I think this was a great episode of, awesome, of the Hell Podcast. I mean, the championship episodes always are. Yeah, man. yeah. You guys stay tuned. Uh, in August, uh, we've got some big things coming your way for football season. So stay tuned and uh, 
bigger and better. Impressed. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be an awesome, awesome year next year too. And Hopefully, uh, we keep this rolling. Coaches, all you guys, players, thank you guys for coming. And the doors always open. You guys know that, especially when you win state championships. Thanks so, for having me. Yeah. So everybody out there, thank you for tuning in, and as always, help Pikeville.